Welcome back to another episode of Stay Oriented Podcast. My name's Casey. I'm joined by my brother. Carrie, what's up, comrades? How's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like your, uh, your, your, your handle, Chairman Carrie. At, at one point, you thought about doing Comrade Carrie. I thought that was actually yeah, pretty catchy. Yeah, but like Comrade Carrie's a little, I don't know. Chairman sounds better. <laughs> yeah, it sounds more boss. I, I, I kind of wanted to start off today by talking about my favorite sports team of all time. And uh, it's a little recognized sports team, I would say, in the world of sports because it's just, it's a, I guess, a smaller market city. And um, it's the basketball team of the city, I guess. And, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's lesser known than the Dallas Cowboys. It's the Dallas Mavericks that I'm talking about. And for some reason, Dallas Mavericks have never gotten like the recognition I felt like they could have achieved I mean, from, from yeah. the Dirk days. Aside you know, from and, like, the championship. championship, yeah. Yeah, but like even when like Dirk had like Finley and Nash, I was like, man, they're a really good team, but like they just don't get that that you know the mainstream recognition. Yeah, we were never able able to ever um, attract like really big superstars to the Mavericks. Yeah, well that changes today. It changed yeah. today. Uh, so I guess the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Kyrie Irving. Uh, has officially been traded to the Dallas Mavericks. So Luka Doncic has a uh, a, a running mate, a, a sidekick, as they but call it. Is, the but news. who is the sidekick, though? I guess that's the question. Is um, I guess the question that people are wondering is if they would, you know, uh, play cohesively together because they're both right. big superstars. I mean, I would say I, I would say Kyrie's the sidekick, even though Kyrie's you know, been around longer and, you know, he's, he's like the bonafide superstar, been more to more all-star games, uh, you know, has won the championship. Uh, I still think that Luca's the number one star because I think he's got the bigger contract, uh, bigger contract. He's got more votes for the all-star game, uh, bigger numbers and probably more reliable too in the long run because he's younger. And yeah. Kyrie's older, uh, so if he signs a contract, I feel like it's it's a it's going to be a smaller contract than what Luca would sign. So um, how, how does it work though? So I know uh, Kyrie was basically telling the Nets like, "Hey, if you guys don't trade me," because basically he was trying to sign an extension with the Nets, and um, yeah, he wants money. He, he you know I think I think so. Kyrie's I think in the, in the stage of his career where you know I, maybe he wants to win a championship. And he ha- he's in a good position. The Brooklyn Nets were they're in a relatively good position to win a championship. You're playing with uh, Kevin Durant, and uh, they're what thirty one and something like they're thirty and twenty yeah, they're, record. Like yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're, they're good, up there, yeah. except for whenever KD got injured, and then it kind of slid off a little yeah. bit. But but we're assuming then. he'll come back. Well, he'll come back for the playoffs, right? He'll, you know, like you want the <clears> team to be as healthy as you can going into the playoffs, and that's every team's goal. So it's like it's not different from team to team. Like it, you know, he's he was in a good winning position, and so to me, it doesn't seem like he he's prioritizing winning championships as much as he is trying to get money. Well, I think he got insulted by the Nets, so they they were trying to negotiate an extension, and. Um... Basically, the Nets came back, and they were either the ball. The ball was in the Nets' court, so Kyrie and his agent were like, "Hey, we 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 want to stay in uh, Brooklyn long term. You know, these are the terms we want. I don't know whatever whatever that was said." And the Nets came back and were basically telling Kyrie, "Like, hey, uh, your extension is going to be contingent on if the Nets win a championship." Basically, is what they mm. told him. So I think, I see, I see, yeah, I so I think that kind of um, insulted Kyrie, you know, like he just wasn't happy with that answer. Um, and so right. Kyrie but, was like, but, hey, but, trade me by the deadline or else I'm just going to walk during free agency. So that leads me to the question, does the Mavericks basically just take over that contract? Like he's still going to be a free agent by the end yeah, of the year? Okay. Yeah, so when he comes over to the Mavericks, uh, he he's on his last Mm. which is like scary that's risky for the mavericks to do i don't know there's a if there's stipulations now that he's been traded i wonder there's stipulations in the in the sense of like can he walk at the end of this year because he didn't he mavericks didn't sign him yeah you know what i mean 
And so when he gets traded, I wonder because like that would be a really stupid, risky move by the Dallas Mavericks. Because yeah. like, what if he's not happy? Trade for a player that's known to be like, I'm not happy here. I'm gonna demand a trade. Mm-hmm. And and then basically trade for a player that that's on his last year of contract and I'll be in a position where he can walk again. You know, like yeah, like last year, Jalen Brunson, who basically was playing an All Star caliber, reliable number two. <sighs> Uh, Dallas Mavericks let him walk because they didn't want to pay him the money. They didn't think he was worth it. And now Dallas Mavericks are paying the price of that decision because they completely suck without him. And um, and Luke, even though Luke is putting up numbers, they can't win. Uh, he can't win alone. And so now they're bringing in someone to replace exactly what Jalen Brunson does well, which is score and run plays because he's a point guard so is Kyrie Irving's a point guard seems like they're finally like listening to what fans have been saying like hey aren't you going to replace Jalen Brunson in the offseason and they're like nah we're going to add a Christian Wood we're going to add a big and we're not going (laughs) to we're not going to handle the point guard situation well we'll let you know the other point guards that we already have in rotation play up to the standard that we need them to be I'm like you know, and most fans are like, I don't think you're going to see that result. Now they're needing to trade assets, valuable assets too. Like Spencer Dinwiddie was pretty good for yeah. the Mavericks. I think he's uh, going back yeah. to the Nets, right? Because he was there. Yeah, he was there before. He first started, yeah. yeah. And, which, yeah, and they also I, traded I think, like a, a 2029 draft pick or something and, and a second round. like a first Yeah, we're, we, we're dishing out a lot of uh, assets. Yeah. So we lost F- Finney Smith, who's a great defender and three point I think shooter. the best defender yeah. and a three-point shooter uh, and then draft picks. Yeah, so uh, we're trying to do the all-in now, make Luka, Luka Doncic happy now. Yeah. So, that so we can I, win I hope now. I hope these two can get along because I do like Kyrie and uh, it was funny because yeah we, you have a Kyrie <laughs> go ahead <laughs> yeah when we went to the Mavs game on Christmas against the Lakers uh, I would I don't I don't have any Mavs gear so I'm actually a big uh, Boston Celtics fan um, I love the city and uh, boo <laughs> I like coming the from uh, Los Angelino <laughs> <laughs> yeah I absolutely do not like the Lakers I I despise the Lakers Me I, don't, I don't like LeBron either so it's kind of like a double. Like a double hate, you know. For sure, but, um, same, same. I've never liked LeBron, and the fact that he came to to the Lakers, yeah. I'm like, ugh. I yeah, hate but the Lakers I'm, I'm a Boston more. fan, and so I like the Mavs too. Like I, I was a big Dirk fan, but I, so I have like my East and Western teams, but uh, I kind of like to go against the grain. So everyone here is a Dallas Mavericks fan, so I like to just you know pick another team that I root for. But I, I do like the Mavs. So I have like my Eastern Conference team, which is the Celtics, and then my Western team, which is the Mavs, and. I do have a Kyrie jersey from the Celtics, which is also funny because the Celtics hate Kyrie. The fans do, at least. Yeah, that's true. They always boo him yeah. when he plays. Yeah, they have a little uh, beef in the garden. Uh, but, you know, like the players are still cool with him, so it's kind of whatever. But, anyways, yeah. I wore my Boston Kyrie jersey to the Lakers and Mavs game. And now yeah. Kyrie's actually now he's, in the he's Mavs, Mavs. So it was yeah, kind of yeah, ironic yeah. and funny. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm I excited to see it, what happens. Me too. I'm I'm nervous because so like you said, he's in his last last year of his contract. I'm not sure if that means he can just walk at the end of the year because you know like we're gonna try and sign him again, and he can just have the lot to choose from. Like I want to go there. I want to go here. Um, I'm not sure about that situation there, but what I what I did read about earlier was that the Lakers was his preferred destination. Really? And basically, is that what yeah, Kyrie said? Or this is what the rumors? article was saying. Okay. Could be rumors. I don't know. But this this is what the article was saying. The article was saying playing with LeBron and Lakers in the Lakers was his preferred destination. That Joe Psy uh, didn't the, want him the, at the Lakers. He didn't think that what the package that the Lakers could give him mm. was equivalent to what he was parting with in. Kyrie Irving and that Mavericks, you know, was, you know, uh, a little more enticing, I guess, in terms of getting Spencer Dinwiddie and all the all the draft picks or whatever. And I think there's, I mean, the way they wrote it, I, I also feel like there was like a little bit of like, well, you know, Kyrie's been such a big headache, you know, for for uh, the Brooklyn Nets that I think they're, they're like, you want to go there? No, we're going to send you over here to the team you don't want to play for. Just to stick it to Kyrie, just one last time, you know? And yeah, then, I and think then, definitely, and the fact that, yeah, you know, if, if, Kyrie, if Kyrie didn't feel or he felt disrespected with the whole nego- contract negotiation, mm-hmm. 
I really feel like like their relationship is so rocky and so icy that uh, I I I I feel like he's in Dallas only because no one from the Brooklyn Nets liked him, and so they just shipped him to a place. Well, where at least not he the really uh, front play, office. Play I think for. I'm pretty sure the players had no issues with him. It's it's all the it's like the sure, politics sure. and like you know the higher up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, yeah. So like for those that don't know basketball and. I'm I'm glad you're listening this far into the <laughs> podcast because uh, we're just going off on some basketball. Uh, Kyrie is that player that you might have seen in headlines, in like non-basketball headlines. Uh, he he's been in the headlines for being anti-vaccination uh, with COVID, and he's which also- which was an issue last year because New York specifically had. Um- the city. The city, yeah. New York City. They specifically had a rule saying that- They mandated it. They mandated anyone that played for the city had to be vaccinated. But which was stupid or, because- or any, Anyone that worked for the city. Anyone if that worked work, for the city, yes. Because yeah. players- So even as a play, basketball player, yeah. you work for the city. Yeah, but players that didn't play for uh, any team in New York City that came to New York didn't have to be vaccinated. Yeah, because they didn't so, play for New York. Yeah, it was, so it was just like the- <laughs> To me, it was just like the dumbest mandate ever. Uh, but yeah, yeah so, you I know, agree. Kyrie stuck to his guns to what he believed in, and that became a whole fiasco. And then this year, he tweeted out a um, just like a screenshot of a movie that he watched on Amazon, yeah. Amazon Prime or uh, whatever their streaming service is. And so apparently, Amazon Prime approved of this movie. It's yeah, it was there. called uh, Hebrews to Negroes. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but it had something to do with. Jewish people and slaves and people said he was he was tweeting anti-Semitic things when he didn't even say anything. He just tweeted out a picture. Um, so, you know, whatever. That, that was a controversy. And, what yeah, was and he refused and, to apologize. He refused to apologize. Right? And they he suspended him for like five games. Um, Adam Silverman, which is he is a Jewish guy. He is the uh, commissioner of the NBA. So he's like the head guy. <laughs> he pissed off his boss. <laughs> yeah. And then him and Joe side like try to make you know, Kyrie, like, donate money. I think he eventually did. He eventually kind of apologized or whatever. Let him play again. But what's funny, though, is that Amazon Prime still never took down that movie to this day, I don't think. I think I think it's still up there. And yeah. it was just funny because nobody nobody criticized Amazon for it. They just, they just criticized I, Kyrie. Adam Silver's like, Adam Silver's like, I'm the big honcho here at the NBA headquarters. Did I say Adam but- Silverman earlier? I think Silverman? I did. Is it Adam Silver? Or Adam no, no, Silverman? I think you're right. I think you're right. Adam Silver's. I, Silver? I got it wrong earlier, I think. Well, whatever. We'll find Silverman out sounds more Jewish, actually, than Silver. Maybe. Uh, I feel like a lot of Jewish names have the, the man part at the end of whatever yeah. it is. Well, either way, Adam Silver is Adam Silverman. He's the head commissioner guy. And um, yeah, it's just a crazy story. And so that's why... I think a lot of yeah. You can't make Be- Bezos uh, budge though. You know, Bezos yeah. says, hey, "You know what? It's, it's fine in my book." <laughs> well, you know, I think the guy that was in charge of Amazon Prime, I think he himself is Jewish, or something. Yeah, he's like, it's fine in my book. Yeah, but it's just crazy that you know they went after Kyrie so hard, but didn't yeah, say it. Weird. Didn't say a thing to Amazon. So, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, so. Um, you know, people, I think the media has it out for for Kyrie because he's such a martyr. Like he puts himself in that position with the COVID vaccine, so like there, yeah. he's already got the reputation for being like that for, for for being a certain way. So whenever you know he tweets, you know a, a movie poster, you know saying that he watched it, people I think treat him in that light. Yeah. You know? Whereas yeah. You know, if he wasn't problematic and he yeah, posted and that, also I think, like I remember like a while ago he was you know also talking about like the flat Earth stuff. So everyone's already you know discounting him <laughs> as like this you know crazy loon or whatever. But I like Kyrie. I'm a Kyrie fan. Um, so I hope I like, I like it. Yeah. So I hope I hope you know he he and Luca get along. I, I I know I've seen pictures of them like hugging at the end of a game before that's a, so that's, that's 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 pr that's that's obligatory you think so i don't think I think I, it's in their nba contract it's like they have media days they're they're obligated to say hello to the cam to the cameras and and whatever that yeah. you know like, you know that one time when they're harassing curry with all these questions about the anti-semitic stuff he sits there and just you know it's like i'm here because i have to be here yeah, and he doesn't really answer it. You know, but he doesn't play ball i guess with the my media, point is, right? is that him and luca are at least probably on a mutual basis you know, 
Yeah, I'm sure they are. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the good, the good thing about – we got to get off of basketball. It's been about like 15 minutes now about <laughs> basketball. But uh, uh, the good thing about Kyrie coming to Dallas, though, and I hope it's the bond here is strong, uh, is that Nico Harrison, the GM, who used to be uh, head honcho at Nike, um, has a really close relationship with Kyrie because of his work at Nike. And also, uh, Kyrie – was a big fan of Jason Kidd's because Kyrie grew up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was a fan of the Nets growing up, which is the big reason why he played for Brooklyn Nets is because he yeah. was a big, he's a, he's yeah, a Nets he's from, fan. He's from Jersey, I think. I think he's a Jersey guy. Yeah, he's from Jersey. So he was a fan of Jason Kidd and Jason Kidd is the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. So there's a, you know, a few, you know, connective tissues that I think could iron out the kinks, uh, you know, if he didn't want to play for Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. I feel like there's a few connections there that, you know, would make yeah, him so hopefully want to stay. To end this conversation, I hope I hope he likes Dallas enough to want to resign with Dallas. Um I yeah, just I, we can finally have like a star. Yeah. Man. Like like another like for star. For some reason yeah. yeah, for some reason Dallas always has like the white boy uh uh, or a white basketball boy. star, European huh? white boy. <laughs> it's always a European guy. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki for all yeah. these years. Now Luka Doncic, and until now we've never been able to get the Dwight Howard, the prime Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. or the prime uh, Darren Williams, or the prime. Uh, who else have they targeted in the past? Like they've targeted so we many. We never get the guy like, with stars. The, we never get the guy with the shoe deal, which is funny because Kyrie got dropped from Nike. <laughs> <laughs> we still didn't get the guy with the shoe deal yeah i mean oh, yeah, I, yeah, like we can never get yeah. the black uh the, the the athletic black basketball player that yeah, has a shoe deal yeah. that is famous for his basketball proudness you know we always have like the, the we have the white star with like role players that round out yeah. the team you know and i guess you know they won the championship that one year so that's you know it worked but it's not as exciting, you know. It's yeah. more exciting. It's sexier when you got like you know superstars on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Me too. Me too. It makes me a little more excited to watch the Mavs because it, it's been looking kind of sad lately. But anyways, let's get off of basketball. I think we uh, talked about it long enough. It might be boring some. People. Yeah, but yeah, we love basketball. Stay oriented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. It's gonna. It's not gonna be cringe. Like, I'm gonna keep saying it. Stay it won't be cringe. Okay. All right, we're, we're gonna we'll stay work oriented. Let's work on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, we're going to World War Three, guys. I think that's where we're headed, right? Uh, yeah. And I. Uh, well, we're probably in the middle of World War Three, but it's like a Cold War type situation. We might be in it already. Yeah. Yes. So, but you know, I guess why we're talking about it is because China has been flexing on Taiwan, right? Yeah. Sending, we talked about that in the first episode. Airplanes around. Yes. And most recently, China drifted a weather balloon <laughs> into the United States. And that was the biggest flex on U.S. that China has done in a long time. And U.S. is like, yo, whoa, 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 this weather balloon. What the fuck are you doing here? Uh, and it's not a weather balloon, obviously. But that's what China is saying. China's like, oh, it's a weather balloon that got lost. And it somehow drifted all over to Montana. They said it, they said it was a, a civilian um, research balloon, I think. Yes, yes, yes. A, oh, yes, exactly. Civilian. And it somehow got lost and it drifted all over to Montana where, uh, you know, a big U.S. military base with, uh, you know, some important military shit is just sitting there in the mountains. And, yeah, the balloon just happens to be hovering right over it. Yeah, I guess I wonder... Why a balloon? Why a why a balloon satellite thing? You know, like it's. I feel like it's pretty noticeable, right? I mean, there was like a video of it. It's like this, like literally, like a white balloon floating in the yeah. air with the satellite. I, I like that. I like. The, I like the meme you sent me. The meme you sent me is hilarious. It was, what did it say? It's it was a. Uh, let me. It's let a balloon. No, uh, it was oh, crap. It was really funny. Where is it? It's in our chat. I'm gonna oh yeah, check it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Weather balloon. <laughs> Totally spying. spying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it up in the in the in the video for for the podcast. Like, so yeah, I can just picture uh, Xi Jinping, like just you know, just uh, this little honey. The I mean, uh, sorry, Winnie the Pooh, like little <laughs> little look, just saying. I originally didn't see the Winnie Winnie the Pooh thing. Uh, 
Because like I think someone told me about it, and I, I was think looking I told at you about it. things. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. And then yeah, I think you're the only person we, I talk about about uh, talk with uh, about politics in this way. Like yeah. everyone else I talk to, it's like I just like I don't know their political stances, and I don't know if they're even interested. But like with you, I know like like we kind of dive in into a lot of stuff. So we I talk yeah we talk a lot about uh, China stuff. Yeah, I didn't see the Winnie the Pooh thing until I saw side by side comparisons. I was like, he really does look like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And whoever came up with that, whoever saw that the first and like actually, you know, made the comparisons, hats off to them. Geniuses, geniuses. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't know about this weather balloon thing. I don't know. It just feels like a distraction to me. I don't know. Oh, okay. So you think that maybe they send a, we'll call it a weather balloon. And uh, they sent a weather balloon to make our media go crazy, right? Because the media is in a frenzy about this whole balloon thing. And, you know, Biden took Biden five days or something to shoot down um, the balloon. And I he think just like let, two, just, three days they, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure why. So, they sure let the why. balloon float around a little bit longer. Well, I heard, I heard that, I don't know. Like, I just see these, like, tweets in passing and stuff. I, I didn't really look into it. Um, but... I saw that Biden wanted to shoot it down way early on, but the uh, the general of the military, Mark Milley, I think is his name, like he um, he like denied the action to shoot it down right away. I don't know why. What's wrong with this Mark Milley guy? I, like, I don't know. Ah, we'll let the Chinese we'll let the Chinese catch up. They don't know what they're doing. It is wetter baroon. <laughs> I have no idea. I honestly I I don't really keep up with it. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird story. I uh, it, What's funny to me, though, is that they are kind of spinning everything and then now talking about Trump again. Uh, they, uh, according to Fox... There's never been a... There's never been a, a president that's been more relevant after his presidency than Trump. Yeah. Like, why he is kinda, this guy he still lives, relevant? Uh, he lives rent-free in everyone's heads, all the, the media's that's heads. That's I, I think what it is is he drives everyone's ratings up. You know, they hate him. Um, you know whether you like him or but hate we, him, but we need you. But like for some reason, his name in the headlines it drives up ratings. Yeah. You know, and so he's like um, the. I'm a big MMA fan, and uh, he's like the Conor McGregor of politics, American politics, or uh, world politics, just politics in general. He's the Conor McGregor of politics because Conor McGregor isn't in like he's not fighting anymore. He what a he got injured, so he's out for like forever, and he's still recuperating. He wants to come back. But the fact that he hasn't fought in forever and he hasn't won a fight in forever, mm-hmm. like like he's been like three years yeah, since he actually think, won a fight. I think he's and this guy's the most old too. Yeah, and he, but he's like the most uh, relevant fighter. No matter no matter how bad he loses, no matter you know whatever he does and like all the bad PR he gets, like sexual uh, scandals or whatever, uh, you know, him punching a guy in a bar, <laughs> like this guy stays relevant and and the UFC needs him. To keep UFC as relevant as it was when uh, Conor McGregor was in his heyday, and so I feel like uh, I feel like Trump is kind of like the same. Like, and they both kind of run their mouths, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of a little too much, I would say. Yeah. And uh, but they're both so fun to watch. Yeah. They're both hilarious in their own way. Yeah. So and according, they're instigators. According to this uh, Fox article, it says Chinese spy balloons over U.S. during Trump admin discovered after he left office, according to a senior Biden official. And to me, it's just kind of funny. Is like, why didn't they release that information when it happened? Why wait till this balloon uh, incident to happen for them to mention it? You know, it's like were yeah. they were they were they, um, were they uh, expecting a Chinese weather balloon to come up so that they could bring up this article? I don't know. To me, it's just kind of weird. Um, yeah, you know. it's almost kind of like, well, if you really, if you really wanted to uh, get a president impeached uh, during his presidency, wouldn't you want to bring up all the dirt and all the weird, you know, like that? That that would have been a nice little piece to kind of throw out there at the time <laughs> of like trying to get Trump impeached. Yeah, don't you yeah. say? But, <laughs> wouldn't uh, you say yeah. that? But honestly, like I'm, I'm at the point where I just, uh, I don't really believe the stuff the media tells us. It's just, it's all theatrics to me. And, um, you know, it's always it, the opposite. Like they're, they're projecting. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, whether right? you're. So what does that mean then? What is the opposite of what's happening that, or what's the opposite of what they're saying? So what they're really saying is. I think they're just trying to ramp tension up between us and China, you know? Okay. I, I think, and, and, and so basically, World War Three, going back to World War Three thing. Yeah. Are we I, going to war with them? 
I mean, we kind of are economically, you know, um, but yeah. So what's the breakdown? Like the whole COVID thing, right? For example, mm-hmm. there was a take that um, that we came across uh, about like some guy was basically saying like the whole COVID thing is the war. I mean, I guess that's nothing like new. Biological like, we are, we are, warfare. Yeah, it's biological warfare. We are, we already kind of even the moment COVID landed on earth like the moment it happens people are already saying like yeah right this is war we're going to war um but but uh, the, the take was it took it a little bit f- further right what was it so okay so a lot of people think um or i don't know there's certain people that think that china released covid to you know mess with uh us or whatever you know the u.s mm-hmm. but this guy uh this video that we saw his take was that you know, America has been doing this to China for a while. And that's why they have like, they're always wearing masks and stuff like that. Um, so he, so they're in a state of emergency because of America? According to this guy. Yeah. So And that it, America released COVID upon China first. Yeah, he didn't say the word COVID, but maybe he was maybe referencing to like SARS back, um, you know, like 15 years oh, ago or whatever. True. Who knows? I don't know. He didn't say COVID specifically. Yeah. Why Why is China always have all the weird flu viruses? Yeah. Because like SARS. Me, I don't think that COVID came from someone eating bat soup. Like that sounds, I don't know. I don't no think, way. I don't think that's the case, but. Lab grown. Um, I mean, the, some, some. Yeah. They, I think that well, guy. The, the lady that came out and, and basically said that it was, it is lab grown. Yeah, like Wuhan, she confirmed yeah. it. Uh, this guy kind of goes against what this guy is saying, but basically she worked in the lab in which it came from, you know? Yeah. And I guess, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's her word, I guess. Like, how do we, how do we check her credentials or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But know. There's she, so much She was seeking all of this. Uh, a sanctuary though. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when she first came out, like it was on Fox News. It had to be Fox News too. Like, I don't Probably. think CNN would have covered this. Yeah. But, uh, it was on, she was on Fox News and then, and then, in in like her like subtitle like it was her name and then like like you know like oh she worked there and then like further along it was like she was basically coming out like whistleblowing i guess and then she was basically like hey i'm i'm trading this story for safety, for safety i'm yeah. seeking sanctuary here in the states but you can have the story uh she's like the like, uh, the edward snowden of china <laughs> Yeah, basically, basically. Wait, hey, that's 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 a pretty nice deal. Yeah, <laughs> he gets to live in America, whereas Eric Snowden has to live in Russia, the cold ass Russia. Like, yeah. I don't know what the living standards are, are in Russia. I'm sure it's that's nice. pretty sure nice, nice if you're in Moscow. Yeah, yeah, but I also know, like, you know, it's it's not America, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like Russia is a little bit. I feel I feel bad for Eric Snowden sometimes well i think he's chilling family. over there i think he's is chilling he, over he there chilling they over? gave he's him been, they, being taken care of he's definitely being taken care of they they like they like him as an asset they think they gave him citizenship because he just uh, had a newborn son so he wanted to oh. make sure that he was he and his family were going to be safe he's got so, a russian wife i don't know i don't know i have no idea but um they no. definitely are treating him well that's for sure that's good because he is an enemy of the the state, I guess, of the U.S. state. Yeah, because I, I I've always felt like his information that he whistleblowed. I mean, obviously, I'm, I, if I was in the government, if I was the government, I, I guess I would be upset too. Yeah. But but the information was good. The people needed to know. Yeah. Right? And wait, what did he tell us? He told us basically, like, hey, we're being spied, spied on. Yeah, the NSA is always spying on us. And in my opinion, they know stuff that we do. Like we're not as uh, we don't have private, as much privacy like, as we think we do. And in my opinion, when that came out, I was like, uh, duh, <laughs> you know, that's not news. Yeah, yeah. we no, already knew funny. that. I had a, a teacher in the eleventh grade. She told me, or she told the class. I mean, um, that like even our uh, our TVs, our washing machines. Like all these appliances at our house are spying on us. <laughs> so That's a weird. fun teacher. Yeah, she was like your <laughs> teacher's telling you. And she, she like your teacher's telling she's you. She's this white. She's this white lady who like spoke Japanese and watches anime and stuff. It was it was weird, but that's funny. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I like it when teachers talk like that. <laughs> I, I like teachers that are like kind of like they're like hip with the times. But yeah, uh, it's uh, crazy. I don't know, man. Like maybe in the next few years, maybe we will get into a war with China. But I, I feel like China and the US, our relations were kind of like gridlocked together because um, well, yeah. literally all our crap is made in China. And um, I'm pretty sure to some well, degree- to Taiwan. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure to some degree, China is also reliant on 
the U.S. economy too. You know,、um, so yeah, I, I guess I don't know though. I don't know how much China wants to be reliant on on the U.S. because、yeah. I feel like everything that I that I understand about China seems like they're they're so G,、uh, Xi Xi Jinping Xi like Jinping, he's、yeah. he, Xi Jinping. He is basically the second coming of Mao, and he. The way he runs、Kinda、China does, seems yeah, like yeah. he he、Better、wants Mao, but yeah, <laughs> I, I I hope so, you know. But but the way he's running it so far, I mean, like, what was it ten years of 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 being in charge now? I don't. So he know, brought、man. it up. T- he brought it into you know、uh, a good economical times, right? The, the like before COVID, but then like you know with the whole like、uh, we talked about in the first episode the.、Uh, The real estate situation. I don't know. I mean, everything state run, right? Like most、yeah. of the stuff is state run. So I'm sure, like his policies had something to do with the whole、um, real estate situation that they're in.、Uh, COVID, you know, ha- handling COVID, zero COVID policy. Yeah, which seemingly is a was a huge fail. So basically, they went into a zero COVID policy while the rest of the world's trying to open back up. China,、uh, uh, along with Hong Kong, they had to close down because Xi Jinping was like. No, we're now opening back up. Zero COVID policy, meaning you guys stay inside. You stay wearing masks. Yeah, I heard that. Swab your some, noses every single cities, day. Some cities they like、uh, they like welded people's doors shut. Supposedly, yeah, I don't know.、Nuts. Yeah, they welded the door shut. I think they would like deliver their、uh, groceries with like a like a drone or something.、Um, oh、I saw、God. like videos of like I think it was like Shanghai. People were locked in their apartments, and they, everyone was just like screaming. They just had their windows open, like screaming. I don't know what they were screaming for exactly. Maybe they were just bored, or you know, right? Just like and the, and they, help. The, I don't know. China Chinese citizens actually protested too, which there were riots. Do you understand? Like you know how obedient Chinese people are. Chinese people are like the most obedient population you can ever have. I feel like maybe maybe next to Japanese population. I don't know. Like like they're. Asian, like yeah, definitely. Asian, Asian countries, countries are are very obedient. Like you can't、yeah. do this in America. Like the way they run China, you can't run Ch- America the way they run China.、Yeah. Like people will will protest. No, they wouldn't even just protest. They would fucking riot. You、yeah. know. And so for Chinese citizens to actually finally be like fed up and be like, no, we have to get out of our houses. We're gonna take a stand. Albeit they all got thrown in prison.、Uh, They, they, it was worth it for them. It was worth it for them to actually speak up for once. Yeah. And,、uh, Hopefully, they were、so、long prison sentences, though. I think they're still in prison. Yeah. And the fact <laughs> it's, it's funny because now that the zero COVID policy is done for, like they 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 dropped it. I think those guys that were protesting zero COVID policy are still in prison. So yeah, kind of, yeah. We saw this thing that, where that、um, really... on the internet that was talking about how China is now trying to rewrite their zero, the history of their zero COVID policy.、Um, apparently, it ended, it officially ended December seventh, but now they're trying to rewrite it, saying that it ended in November fifteenth,、uh, because apparently the zero COVID policy didn't work out the way they planned it to. So I think cases were rising in November. And so they finally ended it,、um, but they're trying to say,、uh, "Oh, the cases were rising because we actually ended it back in November fifteenth, which is the day that they're trying to say they act they ended it." So, so they're basically saying like, so they ended it early December. Yeah. Yes. A- yeah. At the peak, at, right after an explosion of cases of COVID. And they look、yeah. stupid as fuck for that. For that, and so now they're like, oh, let's, let's, let's yeah. change. Yeah, I don't the, know if it was、date. like a peak. I don't know if it was like a peak of explosion, but you know, obviously, I don't think they could like go back to like July. Like, oh, we ended it back in July, you know. So I guess they just picked like yeah. There's some、before. confusion about when it really ended. Yeah, yeah they're just trying to before mu- trying to muddy the waters there with it. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of funny that they're doing that. Yeah, because originally it was like I, I know like one of the reports was、uh, how. There was a fire at an apartment, and because of the COVID precautions and stuff like that, it was hard for people to exit the building, and a、really? lot of people died. Yeah, and so oh snap, I didn't even know about that. And so that was the that was the reason why they ended、uh, they ended COVID.、Uh, but this apartment thing, the fire happened after the date that they're saying that they ended COVID. Now, oh, so there's like a giant discrepancy. Yeah, they're.、Uh, They're kind of confusing. 
Very, very yeah. confusing. Oh, that's crazy. They're rewriting history kind of like almost like how, uh, was it, uh, uh, Japan was rewriting history. I think uh, they're kind of, they're, like, it's been kind of known that Japan rewrote history in terms, of, in regards to World War Two. World like, War II and like, thing, history. like the Rape of Nanking, I think they try to write it out of their their uh, school yeah. books. Yeah, that's what yeah, our parents yeah. would always tell us about. I, I, yeah. I feel like Mao would have done something like that too. I feel like some of the history, well, Mao is famous for burning history books and literature and all sorts of things. Yeah. So I feel Which like is, there's, you know, there's, you know, with, there's with probably history a lot of rewriting there. Yeah, with the history back then without having, you know, internet and all that kind of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff could easily get lost and forgotten and we would never know. But in this case, it's like, China, dude, like we caught you in 4K. Yeah, we have the internet now, so, you know? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny how that, that played out. But um, good for them because apparently now uh, Hong Kong, they are planning on giving away like 500,000 plane tickets in the near future. Yeah. Um, to so kind of revitalize no the words, tourism. Exactly, exactly. So basically, no thanks to China, you know, Hong Kong's like economy has sunk quite a bit we talked about this in the first episode as well so china sunk hong kong sunk during this time while the rest of the world has been trying to reinvigorate their economy uh you know being proactive with getting back to how things were china and hong kong are kind of like stuck in this weird zero COVID thing and so they now have recently uh lifted the bans or the, the the mandates and all that stuff and Hong Kong has launched a new a new campaign. It's called Hello Hong Kong. And I'm so happy because, you know, you and I, you know, amongst our family, we're like, I don't know when the next time we're going to go back to Hong Kong. Yeah, you know, we, I thought we I had would never ever go Hong back. Kong. Yeah, I was like, goodbye. It was, it was goodbye Hong Kong, not hello Hong Kong, you know, yeah. for the, you know, for, for the foreseeable future. And, uh, and uh, yeah, when was the last time we were in Hong Kong? 2019. Was, no, no, 2018. It wasn't sorry. that far. 2018. Yeah, it wasn't 18. that long ago. Yeah. And you know, like when you when you know, like in retrospect, we're like, oh man, I wish I had savored it more. You know, I wish I had Hong Kong is maybe fun. done more. It's a very fun. Yeah, city Hong to Kong go is to. so fun, and it tires. If, if you, you guys out haven't been it, there, it's uh, yeah, it's like New York on crack is the way I've explained it. It's just so it dense. Really is. Uh, we talked about how the mountain ranges kind of um, tower over the city. So they have yeah. like a geographical restriction on how they can how spread out it can be built. So they build very tall, and um, when you're there, it's like never-ending jewelry stores and like luxury um, luxury brand uh, retail stores. Yeah, so it's, if, it's crazy. If you got the moolah for that, you know. Yeah, like it feels so like poor walking through all these haven. malls. Yeah, yeah, it's insane for sure. And so I can only imagine like during um, like you know the protests before COVID and during COVID. Like, like how what are you going to do with all these stores? Yeah, like how many of these businesses had to have closed down just because, you know, no one's buying, you know, $3,000 handbags whenever no one can work. It's crazy. Like, I don't know how much has changed, um, but I'm happy to hear that there's this new initiative to try to bring it all back, you know? Yeah, so um, the, the initiative is basically they're giving away 500,000 plane tickets 500,000 mm. plane tickets that's 500,000 people yeah, and i think i think that includes like checked baggage in the the plane too that's amazing yeah so they're the the, the budget that they're working with is 250 million us dollars I think not it's hong 20, kong dollars 225 to be exact oh 225 225 yeah. million us dollars not hong kong dollars us dollars that's quite a bit of money uh, so basically, they're in the state of like you gotta spend a little bit of money to make money, and they're hoping mm-hmm. that this is gonna stimulate interest in terms of tourism. So a lot of you know Hong Kong's uh, economy stems from its tourism. It's it's a major yeah. port, uh, income exports, uh, import exports, tourism comes in, tourism goes out. Because uh, if you go to Hong Kong, you're within you know you're within range of Macau. Uh, you're within range of China in and of itself. Uh, you know, if you're flying to Hong Kong or if you're flying to Asia and you're trying to go to Korea, Japan, Singapore, Thailand, likely, very likely, you might actually just fly into Hong Kong first for a layover mm-hmm. as well. Layover. So, like, everything goes through Hong Kong and they've been shut off from the world. So, this is a huge move. 
to re-stimulate their economy. Yeah, because uh, uh, I, I know that. The, oh, go ahead. At the height of COVID, they just had. I don't know, I'm sure a lot of places also did too, but they had such crazy COVID protocol restrictions. I um, I got I I, I get my custom suits. Well, I only have like two suits from them, but. I uh, got these suits custom made by this uh, brand called Nita Fashions. They're based out of Hong Kong. It's it's pretty cool because it's actually these two Indian guys. Uh, well, Indian family, and they've had. Do they like, speak Cantonese? Do you yes, talk to them in do. Cantonese? That's so uh, cool. Do they kind have, of, a, a, do they have of. an Indian accent? Are they are they from India? British. Or they they got British born? accents. Oh, okay, so they're they're born in England. Or they're not born in England. They're born in Hong Kong. Yes, yeah, so they have a couple generations in Hong Kong, and they of course okay, they went so to like international school, but they can read and write uh, Chinese, speak Cantonese. That's cool. Yeah, and, and do they have an accent when they speak Cantonese, or are they like they're like pitch perfect with the Cantonese? Man, I can't tell you because my Cantonese sucks. So, but you can't you can't tell. Wait, even though you have bad Cantonese, you can tell when someone speaks good Cantonese, I, right? I, I think I was kind of frozen. I was kind of like, oh shit, because like. I'm only comfortable speaking Cantonese to our parents and maybe like at a restaurant just to kind of like, you know. Yeah, that's how I am by and large too. But yeah, like, but sometimes so- I try. Sometimes I try and I, I sound a fool. Like I, I sound like I'm in third grade and I'm like, uh, I think I sound oh, like you got I'm you in- going. And I'm like, I'm like I, I sound like a little child like talking. Yeah, like, I, it's I, like I, I only know the, chi- uh, the, the kids vernacular, you know. Yeah, if I'm out of the element and someone's trying to speak Cantonese to me, like I freeze up like a deer in the headlights and I, I, I don't know what to say. So, I, yeah. I said like a line or two to them just, you know, just to have that little like Cantonese like connection. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what he said to me. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely know that I had a hard time responding. And their Cantonese is extremely fluent and I, I wouldn't be able awesome. to distinguish because they're, they're yeah. born there, you know, born there, yeah, live yeah. there. You know, um, so yeah, you, you. I kind of forget like how how much of a melting pot Hong Kong is. It's like yeah. you know, you go to Hong Kong. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of Chinese people there. But it's like there's a lot of uh, Indian uh, immigration that ha- that has yeah, happened. Yeah, because so a lot of you know Hong the Kong British, Indian um, people. You know, because the British colonized uh, India at one point. So yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a lot of cross migration there. But to my point though, my story was that uh, they were telling me that this was like during the height of the pandemic. You know. I had to like wear a mask to get my, you know, get fitted and all that stuff still. Um, and you flew to Hong Kong for this? No, no, this, they, they, did, they do like a tour in the US. So they'll visit all these major cities and they oh. came to Dallas. Like they'll have like a hotel room um, and then you just go in there and then they That's just- That's crazy. So they they're do like, all the measurements. They don't, they don't wait for people to come to them. They just go straight to the people, to their yeah, I, clientele. I think, I think America is like a really big uh, market for them. So they'll, they'll spend the money to travel to the U.S., you know, to do all these custom suit fittings. Hey, let me know when they're in uh, L.A. Okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> I, like, I, I like the suit you got from them. It looks good. And the, Yeah, yeah. The, it's all custom, you know. It's completely custom. Yeah. I mean, you, it ranges from, I think their cheapest suit's like 700. I got like one step up because so you might as well get, not the crap. Get the thing. suit. Like, yeah, get the yeah. suit that you will wear for whatever occasions you need the suit for, right? That, yeah, that's yeah. How so I, I went I went for like the second tier suit. So I didn't get the cheapest. I got like one step up. Just because like yeah. they showed me the difference. They have all these sample books and stuff. And they showed me the difference between like the cheapest and then one step up. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah, this one's more worth the money. You know, it's like a hundred dollars more. Um wow. But yeah, and they they the thing me- about the thing about suits too, and then even if you get a suit here in America. And uh-huh. you get it tailored, like it's. I guess it's it, it's fine, but like it's good to start from scratch. I, yes, I imagine they literally because, do, yeah. Because and, and and also someone that is in Hong Kong might actually be more privy to this because like Asian people and my wife Tiff hates the fact that I always say this because she thinks I'm like uh, low key being racist to myself. But I'm like, no, Asian people by and large have very short limbs. Like it, it's it's I can objectively say Her that hands are tiny. <laughs> yeah, like hands are smaller, limbs are shorter, dicks are smaller. No, actually, not really. Uh, <laughs> it's average size, uh, all right. <laughs> and that's about average, I would say. Uh, but, but, but no, like, yeah, like my, I feel like my forearm is is shorter than Tiff's forearm, you know. And we we measured it out. And she was like, "All right, fine, you have a point. You have short forearms and and <laughs> and and I mean, short arms." Maybe it's just our family because, like, our uncle in Hong Kong, he's like close to six feet tall. You that's know, true. So that's true. We ended but, up getting the the genes that, that yeah, uh, perpetuate but I the know stereotype. A lot of, sure, 
but I know a lot of Asian people that have the stubby arms, you know, like a lot of my Vietnamese yeah, friends have, yeah, have the stubby yeah. arms, you know, like Definitely, a lot of, yeah. I guess like a lot of uh, South Asian, yes. not including Indian people, but like, like, you know, Vietnamese, Thai, Laos people, like they do have like that stubby look. And if you go to North China and then Japan, yeah. uh, not Japan, but like Korea, I think uh, Koreans have like the longer limbs, I would say. So, I think know, they're like a Chinese. different race of Asian. Like I think we're like Han Chinese and I think people up north are like Manchurian or something. Yeah. There's like yeah. an actual difference. I, I like kind of briefly yeah. looked into it once and I was like, I, I oh. get it. Yeah, we're, the, we're the tannable Asian and then there's the non-tannable Asians. Yeah, but they're, they're taller. Like, they're, they they, they stay like really white looking. <laughs> they have like a different bone structure, uh, stuff like yeah, that. I know but let me, hold on, let me finish my point real quick before we- Sorry, uh, sorry I keep diverting you. No, it's okay. But um, so yeah, they were telling me that, this was, so this was during the height of the pandemic and uh, they said that at that point in time to go back to Hong Kong, you had to quarantine for three weeks after taking a test to make sure you were negative. You had to stay in a hotel room that you had to pay for for three weeks before they even would let you out. Wow. So I, I think they were saying that the hotel rooms were like $500 a night. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess for them- You get no could... breaks in Hong Kong. You, if you're under Chinese rule, you get no breaks. Like yeah. the, your government does not love you. Yeah. So they don't I even guess... pretend to love you. Like at yeah, least so in America, guess... they pretend to love you. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they pretend to love you. They pretend to give you freedom. And, you know, we have we have 50 states. So every state has its own freedom, you know. Um, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, definitely in China, it's like one one ruler, one one rule overall, you know. And they go, it's a doggy, it's a doggy dog world. And we eat dogs too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And I guess I'm not kidding because they actually do. They do. They do. Asians At least in dogs. certain places. Like not Hong Kong. I don't think Hong Kong does that. I haven't seen it in Hong Kong. I'm sure that there's someone that eats dogs. Yeah, I think uh, I think Hong there. Kong's been westernized enough to where they don't do that. Maybe like maybe like, you know, like a secret I think menu mom, or something. I think mom actually said that Dad said like, he did growing up, she was like she was yeah. like, No, people people eat dogs. I don't think they do anymore though. I think maybe like yeah, 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 yeah. Back yeah. then, yeah, because like but, you um, know, back then it was like they were they grew up in a world where like the old timers were still in charge, and so like the the way of life was still like you know like that. But yeah. no, no kidding though. The first time, I honestly, and this might not be for everyone to hear, uh, to 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 want to hear, but I've always told myself if I was given a chance to try dog meat. I would take it. I would try it. Cause yeah. I have a you dog can't, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love dogs. Not eating them. I like petting them and and cuddling <laughs> with them. And they're they're friends. But if I was in a situation where I was like, well, this is what they do here, you know? I yeah, would try yeah. It. I would yeah, try me it too. And you know, it's not like I I'll, I'll. I think I would enjoy having a pet chicken, but I still eat chicken. So I, yeah. I think I kind of go into that territory. It's kind of like that, how you know? like um. In Japan, they they eat horse meat, you know. Yeah, I, like, I tried horse meat. It is so yeah, good. It is good. So it is good. good. Yeah, and, and like totally in America, you would never pet horse. You would never. Yeah, in America, you would never dare eating a horse or a dog. I so got freaked just, out when I when I whip, so me and, and and a few buddies of mine were in uh, Japan and we walked into a restaurant. It, we wanted like some you know Japanese barbecue, like you know just sear it on the grill in front of you, right and we looked up at the menu and the the whole menu was shaped, uh, cu the cutout, the menu was shaped in a horse. horse. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, You're like okay, I, well, that's a funny like, animal to choose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then we're like, well, what kind of meats do you guys have? They're like, horse. I was like, oh, the menu was, like the shape of the menu was telling me that that's what they serve and they only serve horse meat and half our group left because they were like, <laughs> I'm not doing horse meat today. Not today, I want some cow. Give me the other, the other animal that walks in all fours and eats grass. <laughs> I stayed with a few other friends. Tiff left. Tried horse meat. It's the sweetest, sweetest version of beef you you can ever imagine. It's so good. good. Very, and very I'm sure good. I'm sure in Japan they're they're very like um like uh they take care of their their farm animals before they slaughter them. Like in America, you know, it's just like yeah, like a meat factory. And I'm sure yeah, in Japan they, they treat to their the grinders like a whole cow just falls into the grinder, like boom, boom, yeah. boom, like ping pong, and they just get grinded. It's yeah, I'm sure brutal, in, in Japan brutal. they're very uh, I don't know what the word is, but like halal or like kosher about 
you know, yeah, they give them massages. Those kind of animals, they probably yeah. play music for them. They're in a jacuzzi, kind of like Kobe, you know? Kobe beef or Kobe. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. That exactly. kind of treatment. But anyways, back to dog meat. Uh, I was in Korea, and I was at a street vending, a street vendor's uh, little marketplace thing, and I saw dog meat. And you didn't try on, it on a menu. It sounds like you did it. <laughs> I did not. I got very scared. Really. I just got scared. I, I I I got I cold like my palms got sweaty. I don't know. It's like I always thought I'd be ready for the moment. You know, like if I'm in a foreign country and this is what they do, I would do it. And for some reason, I just and maybe because I had already eaten too. Like it was like on our way wow. out from the marketplace. You know, <laughs> so like I was relatively full. I ate some dumplings, had some noodles, and so then I was you yeah, know leaving. I would have done it. I would have done it. I know. Even if it's just one bite, you know. Maybe because I wasn't hungry, I, I, the, the feeling of nausea kicked in. Like I don't know. Uh, I, just, I got, I got a little you, disgusted. I was like, you probably ah, also I, needed someone else there with you that would try it. Yeah, I needed you. You needed to be yeah. there with me. Yeah, I would try. I, I don't, I, I don't think I, think I know I, a single person in my friend group that would be like, yeah, you want to try dog meat? Let's do it together. It wouldn't be like, no, that's it's all you, Casey. You're by yourself on this. I'm, I would totally do it. The only thing I won't eat at this point now, I guess, is uh, bat soup. <laughs> 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 or, or like ra- rats and mice. I've seen videos of like this Chinese girl like eating a, a mice, a mouse. It was... That, depends that's what the head's eat. on yeah like i don't know like it's i think they ate like a live mouse i don't know it, i don't weird. know it, it was weird that's weird chinese people eat some weird stuff yeah I, I until that moment i always thought i i could do anything I, i'm like indestructible i've tried everything and when that's it came, came time to for it at that, whatever yeah, yeah, place yeah, you're yeah, at yeah, yeah. yeah i i can't do it i couldn't do it like you know, I, I, you watch like the man versus food or whatever, and you see the foods that he wouldn't eat. And I'm like, ah, I would totally, I would have done that. What kind of what foods? A, like what, what he not bitch. eat? Uh, he didn't eat certain uh, fish, like certain fish. I don't know. Like he just thought he looked mm. ugly. And I'm like, what? would you try roadkill? I heard, I heard in those like boonie states or you know, like middle of nowhere places, there's like roadkill restaurants. I'd have to uh, gauge how they cook it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Honestly, that actually that might be another thing I might not want to try at all. (laughs) Say, hey, 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 young man, you want to try some uh, some dead possum? Some old possum? (laughs) Some yeah, I might might have to uh, read the Yelp reviews or something. I don't know. (laughs) 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 That's great. great. I don't know. Yeah, that that doesn't sound uh, appetizing. Hey, young man, ethically sourced old possum, ethically sourced (laughs) dead roadkill. (laughs) <laughs> no cars were harmed in the making of this dead row kill <laughs> no cars oh, were harmed <laughs> that's funny um but uh yeah what were we talking about um we went from talking about uh covid and hong kong to oh yeah oh suits hong kong is opening back up yeah i do yes it. and so the, the news about this, the exciting part about it is, is they're going to open it up toward for Asia first. Asia's going to have first pickings and then eventually they're going to open it up to, I don't know which order, mm. but eventually Europe and eventually North America. And so, I want to so say, sounds like I want to like try last, and do this. We're like last to join the lottery for it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are. We are. I mean, we're yeah. the furthest away too, but they're, I think they're trying to give like, like Singapore and like Japan and Korean people to like a chance to like, you know. You know, do their thing first. Yeah, that would be which great. Makes sense. I'm tired of tired of not tired of feeling like I won't ever be able to travel to certain places again. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't know. Not having the ability to travel makes you miss traveling. I yeah. think. And so and I don't know, like with Hong Kong being, you know, part of China now, it's like I didn't know when the next time we'll go back to China. So and I I know dad's like, Oh, we gotta go back to Hong Kong ASAP. Because we don't, we want to experience Hong Kong as it is, uh, without China's like messing with its culture, and so, like, I think they're slowly taking away all the aspects of Hong Kong that makes it Hong Kong. Uh, so yeah, we get, we should probably try go soon. Soon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this uh, Hello Hong Kong initiative doesn't start till like March, anyways. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be but a yeah, while. It's, it's like raffles, right? It's, it's like raffles and like yeah. certain like. Uh, I wouldn't. Bet I on there's us, like challenges. I wouldn't bet on us getting the raffle parts. We might just have to pay in full. <laughs> true, true. But the fact that it's yeah. open, I think uh, it's that's uh, yeah, that's that's the best cool. part about it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Oh, I miss Hong Kong food already. Yeah, me too. You know something that's always. Uh, I find interesting about you is that you don't like meat textures from other cuisines as much as you like uh, meat texture from Chinese food or Asian food, I guess. You always say, like, when we go out and eat, you're like, ah, oh, but it, I was like, oh, we should try this cuisine. You'd be like, ah, oh, but is it like, do they cook their meat like how Asian people cook their meat? Like what? <laughs> For example, like, do you remember like a specific when you go, time? Like when you go get Mexican food and I'm like, oh, they have this really cool pork dish, you know, like you should try it. It tastes great. And you're, oh, you're like, yeah. oh, but it's like usually dried out. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, but it's not Chinese food. It's not Asian food. Yeah, I can't stand dried out meat. I don't know. I can't stand it. Like chicken breasts, I, I know it's clean and it's good for you. And I will eat it. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I can't enjoy it, you know? I see, I see. Yeah. What if yeah, it's dried out dog meat? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll still, take a bite. I'll still take a bite. <laughs> if that's my You're only like... chance. If my, if that's my only chance to try it. I will try it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that'd be hilarious though if you come across dog meat and you're like you've always wanted to try it and then you're like but how did you cook it? Did you try out the meat? Because if it's dried out I'm not going to try it. <laughs> I do want to try different foods though. Like I know there's like a there's like an Ethiopian restaurant nearby that I've always wanted to go to that I never went to. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I there's a spot here in LA. There's I mean there's little Ethiopia literally and really? we go there. Okay. Yeah, you eat with your hands and it's got the the bread on the bottom underneath the the meat. It's like a spongy bread thing. So you rip a piece off of that and you take the bread and you just pinch a little bit of meat, a little minced meat here, a little minced beans and veggies there and you just eat it and it's, so good, so good. Hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've never tried Ethiopian food. Um, well, next I'm time we, we you come it, here, yeah. let's try it. Or is next there a Nigerian time I restaurant? I gotta look that up. I don't know. I want to try a rice uh, jollof or whatever jollof rice. Jollof rice? What is that? How'd you hear about it? And what is it? Uh, I don't know. It's a type of rice in Nigeria that's really popular. I saw it from the show Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. It was like an episode basically talking about how uh, how white people, like the hipster white people, they'll like, uh, they'll turn like an ethnic food and then like, they'll like make their own restaurant out of it and try to like hipsterfy mm. it or whatever. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. But I don't know. You know that what? was the first as, time as, I heard as, of it. Yeah. As much as I am against white people appropriating different cuisines, I'm super appreciative of them doing that too. Because without them, I would never be interested in other cuisines. Because it's just not on my radar. It's like it literally doesn't come across my brain to go, I need to try Nigerian food. And I'm glad now you brought it up. I'm like, now I gotta try this jollof rice. And and every time I do every time I try some African food, it surprises me how good it is. And how it is. I, I, yeah, I haven't tried any of it yet. I need like to. we went to Morocco, that's considered North Africa, and Moroccan food's awesome. It's it's so sp- spices is is the name. It's that that's their thing. Maybe the meat might be a little too dry for your standards, <laughs> but it's it's so good. It's uh you know they they have a lot of different like stews and you know stews is a big thing. It, like Jamaican food, I know Jamaican food is an African food, but like I, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the lineage of J- Jamaican food is somewhat it stems from Similar. African culture. Yeah. yeah. Like Jamaican food, the stews, oxtail soups and stuff like that. So good. And uh, There's a craze it, with oxtail soups. I hear oxtail soup is expensive now. Why? Because ox- uh, there's only one oxtail on each ox. Well, and so yeah, there's a small that, portion like, of I, meat. I think it's like kind of, uh, at least in the like the, the black community, um, like I listened to some other podcasts and they were talking about how like the prices of oxtail have uh, inflated now because everyone's like everyone's trying to like cook oxtail and stuff it's like a whole trend and so oh it's, it's like a tiktok trend it's a TikTok yeah trend. something yeah something like that yeah yeah that's it's so like, crazy it's how tiktok can oxtail that's so crazy that's awesome because i feel like yeah. like a, just a little while ago if i brought up something like oxtail or brought up something weird like weird quote unquote weird people look at you like you eat that how do you eat that and they ask all these weird questions like like you're an alien or something like that 
It's cool yeah, that these trends like are opening the... up the minds of people, and then it's like, oh, oxtail soup, and yeah, kind of like I, with I, the, I'm assuming um, you can just say it, and they'll be like, oh yeah, oxtail soup. I know what that is. Yeah, like with the chicken feet with dim sum, I feel like people are. I feel like it's not as weird to like talk about eating chicken feet now. Yeah, dude. When when I growing up, you mentioned chicken feet, they look at you like you're the most disgusting human being they've ever met. But now, yeah. I, they be, they they, they kind of look at you with inquisitive eyes. Like, ooh, what is that? I don't know if I try it, but hey, more power to you, you know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like Diana, like when I first met her, like she wouldn't try chicken feet. Or maybe she'd like take a bite and not like it. But now she actually will eat it. You know, maybe she not partakes. as clean. Yeah, maybe not as clean as we eat it. You know, we try to yeah, get yeah. every little like piece of uh, cartilage. gelatinous gooeyness. Yeah. yeah. Collagen. With that collagen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always, but, um, th- always thought that, that that's so weird too about collagen. I was moving into collagen. I'm like, people literally throw away cartilage on bones, mm-hmm. but then they buy, they spend a twice, three times, four times the amount of money just to get the collagen powder to, to, to intake for like good hair and good nail growth, right? That's what collagen's for. But I'm like, it's right there for free because <laughs> it's free only because of the fact that you threw it away. You know what I mean? You already paid for it because like, yeah. if, if you buy a whole chicken, you can eat the meat, you can chew off the collagen, you can chew off the 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 the, the cartilage and all that stuff. It's free theoretically because you're willing to throw it away, and yet they paid four times, five times the amount of money for collagen powder. I think that's so stupid. I'm gonna teach my son to eat cartilage. That is my main goal. I hope he takes after me. Oh, I totally love eating cartilage. Yeah. yeah if, uh, whenever, whenever I have kids, definitely doing that. Like with Diana, like uh, whenever we eat like wings or whatever that has cartilage on it, I eat all of hers. Like she doesn't. Me too. Doesn't touch I, it. I take all the tears. I'm like, you're not gonna eat that. Like, yeah, bite it off. Yeah, and it's yeah. good for. Have you ever heard of mewing? Mm-mm. For uh, uh, there's a there's a study saying if you or people back then didn't have this uh, air breather mouth problem where like your jaw is underdeveloped and you have a small jaw it makes people look like dumb i guess there's a whole study on it if you type in mewing uh m-e-w m-e-w let me see m-e-w-i-n-g mewing yeah before and after mewing m-e-w-i-n-g is an internet craze that promises to change the shape of your jawline and fix other problems by changing the placement of your tongue i believe but point is, is the study of this like plastic surgery basically no it's just no. exercising your jaw it's just, it's just practicing like this the, the movement of your jaw and they're saying they're they're the study is basically saying that we have these particular problems with breathing and our mouth being underdeveloped because all our food's too soft these days and that mm. people back then had bigger jaws and they looked prettier they looked more symmetrical their face developed properly because they were chewing through tough meats and tough bones and or even like chewing through root vegetables that didn't weren't cooked like into mashed potatoes they were just eating the potato you know and so we've changed the way we've eaten to the point where everything we eat now is just super soft and mushy or like fried and crispy and you just kind of brick it off and it's like you know just "Mm -hmm," chips you know but back then they were actually have to chew and that would create a certain development in their face where mm, like it's like a jaw muscles basically yeah yeah exactly it's like they, oh, they, okay. one of the famous studies i don't know how true this is i mean all, all this might be just super pseudoscience but one of the famous studies was that um a two a twin set of twins separated at birth one grew up in a uh well-to-do family but was eating soft foods um and then the other was like was raised in the jungles basically like he was like mm-hmm. raised by some other peoples and uh that brother from the jungle the tarzan brother basically had a tarzan face like very like the, the disney tarzan like the you know the very chiseled jawline very good looking brother whereas the 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 twin that was raised on soft foods like had a mouth breather face like he looked like dumb like he just looked not as 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 pretty and as like do they have well pictures defined. of these brothers or is this like yeah yeah i'm trying to mm. like mewing before and after like if that's if that's what i uh search um 
I mean, the pictures that pop up are just, it, it's literally what yeah, I'm ex- I see them, yeah. expressing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to teach my son to eat on bones because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know how true this stuff is. I mean, this is going to be a Photoshop, but I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing to look into if you, if you are. I've seen like this. those, um, like, you know, like as an Instagram ad, it was like these products where it's like this little ball and you're supposed to like chew on it to like exercise your jaw or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, I'm guessing that's what that was for. Yeah, I think it's something similar. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, you know, uh, I think that's all the time we have for this week. Um, big news, Hong Kong is opened up again. And Kyrie's a Maverick! Yeah, let's go Mavs, let's go. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll, uh, I guess yeah. this, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll stay oriented. Uh, we'll talk about Asian crap. But I guess we'll also talk about Mavericks crap too now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, some of you guys like basketball too. MMA and basketball. If you like, if you like those sports, we'll probably end up talking about it because me and Carrie uh, we're planning on watching uh, Kamzat. Uh, Kamzat's Chimaev? next fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he's he's signed and uh, he doesn't have another fight booked yet. Yeah, but that's when he good, does, I don't have the money yet either. So <laughs> yeah, I don't have the money right now either. I'm kind of <laughs> kind of broke right now, but. Uh, <laughs> But when we do have money and he has a fight booked, we'll definitely be going to that fight. Yeah, and hopefully it's uh, UFC Dallas too. That'd be even better for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Laters, I guess. I don't know. Stay uh, oriented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always Stay itching oriented. to say it, and I don't want to say it because it's so cringe. I know. Oh yeah, you know uh, this is our third episode, but I hope you guys liked the progression of our setup. Uh, Carrie's got a red light behind him. Yeah, I have a blue light behind me, and I finally have a frontal light. I, I had this like big box light, but. I couldn't fit the box light like directly in front of me, so I always had like an issue with shadows on my yeah, face. Yeah, I have so. a pretty good setup, but um, I reset my computer and I'm not recording my audio optimally. So right, so we're taking uh, the 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 internet the the yeah, Zoom so version of the we'll audio. get all that get all that fixed next week, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we'll just keep getting better and better. Yeah, cool. All, All right. right. Well, well, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, we won't be in World War Three next week. Yeah. So we can continue this podcast because otherwise, we're gonna have to hunker down. <laughs> They're gonna cut off our internet or something like that. I don't know. Which is apparently Italy. I mean, don't want to drag it on, but apparently, Italy has an internet blackout right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, hopefully, that's crazy. hopefully, we're not next. Hopefully, that's some <laughs> weird glitch or something. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Later, everybody. All right. Oh, like and comment, subscribe. <laughs>